Marketing Executive Spotlight Podcast with your host, Summer Felix Mulder, founder and CEO of The Draw Shop, where we help entrepreneurs and business owners create videos that inspire and messages that convert. We believe that any business is just one marketing tweak away from getting their ideal customers hooked. Most businesses have a solution to positively impact their customers and ultimately the world. The real question is how to get those people to see that. We've got our own fail-proof formula for this at The Draw Shop to get businesses impossible to resist. But on this show, we're interviewing marketing geniuses to discover more. Think you have marketing genius to share? Stay tuned to the end of the show, and we'll show you how you can be our next guest on the fastest-growing marketing inspiration podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today in the spotlight, I have Kyle Harrington, who is the Senior Vice President of Media at Hawk Media, where he leads a cross-functional team of over 50 across paid search, paid social, Amazon, influencer, and organic social marketing services, all the things we love to talk about. He's the guy that understands what drives businesses, how to create full-funneled, omni-channel marketing plans in order to drive a best-in-class digital strategy. I am so grateful to have you here with us because this is where our audience gets stumped when it comes to digital strategy. So thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, I'm very excited. It's so nice to have you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. So let's let's learn a little bit about you and how you got into this industry of marketing and specifically what you're doing today. What was what's the story that brought you here? Yeah, you know, I, I'll make it brief so it's not as long. Um, long story short, I was actually selling real estate um, probably about 12 years ago, and um, it just wasn't for me. And kind of back then, before Panda and Penguin, the big algorithm changes with Google hit, um, you basically created your own website of homes for sale in X city. And you obviously kind of came to the top without the paid advertising, the organic SEO side. Um, and I had a lead generation company reach out to me and say, Hey, would you like, would you be interested in purchasing our services? And I said, no, I'm, but I'd like to actually work your company and I'd like to actually learn about it. So, um, fast forward, um, you know, that actually company was acquired by realtor.com and I worked at realtor.com. So for about five years, um, overseeing all of their paid efforts as SEO went into paid search and then Facebook came on the picture, it makes me sound old that I'm like older than the platforms at this point. Um, <laughs> uh, <go> that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I, um, I actually moved into the agency world pretty quickly. Um, I worked at Horizon Media um, and a company called Hyphen, managing some of their largest books of business of Disney, New Balance, Cosmos World Market, um, ultimately ending at um, Hawk Now, which is a um, large digital agency with month to month contracts, really filling a different value prop, which is really exciting going from working with, you know, industry leaders and large businesses like Disney's and Constellation Beer and Wine brands to um, now helping businesses get off the ground, which is where Hawk really strives with those small businesses. And it's been really, really rewarding um, for the last two years to be at Hawk, working with someone like Eric Huberman, our CEO, um, our president, Tony Del Mercado, um, just two really great industry thought leaders that I honestly don't stop learning from every day. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that my team will talk about and people will talk about when they come, you know, to, to our business for services is how do I get out there? It's such a different, it's such a different world when it comes to Facebook marketing or paid media. It's how do I keep up? How do I know the right things to do? And it's like, they want the magic wand of 
yeah. tell me what to do. How do I know? What is your, and I know that's a, that's a pretty loaded question, but what <laughs> is, you know, what are some of the best practices or things that you need to know, especially, you know, as somebody who's, who's done it probably since the beginning when, you know, Facebook marketing became a thing and paid, paid search and paid media, all that was like, oh, wow, I can pay for traffic. I can pay for, for people to see what I do. And it's changed so much because everyone knows about it and there's competition. So what, you know, what is your advice being where you're at doing this every day? Yeah. You know, we work across over 3000 brands at Hawk. And I would say that there's no one size fits all completely just right. transparently. Um, you know, and I think one other thing that happened this year that you're very familiar with is iOS 14 updates. And so mm-hmm. the historical way of just saying, Hey, you're going to have this full funnel channel approach. And you're going to just say, we're going to do some audiences, lookalike audiences. And then we're going to have these mid funnel engager audiences. Then we're going to bring you down to an add to cart audience or a lead funnel audience, you know, um, depending if you're business to business or an e-com type business, you know, that's really changed. Um, the thing that's changed over the years specifically is cost in the space too. You used to be able to spend $10,000. That $10,000 isn't taking you as far specifically on Facebook or Google with the costs rising. Um, I believe we just did an industry fourth quarter over fourth quarter year over year at Hawk and the cost per click went up about 34% on average for our clients um, in paid search and paid social. It's a hybrid. Um, so the And the CPM I think was up something like 196%, something crazy year over year. Wow, yeah. So- I do think that you have to also look at other mediums that are more cost efficient and not be afraid to test. I think people say, you know, well, my clients aren't on Snapchat or they're not on TikTok or they're not on these other places, but the mediums are so much more cost affordable and cost efficient these days. So I really focus on depending on your budget and your brand and, you know, a lot of factors there. Um, but, you know, really creating this omni channel approach. And then the other thing is really messaging. I think people, think I have the best product, I have the best B2B, I have the best piece. Um, One thing Eric really talks about, especially he just wrote a new book called The Hawk Method, um, it really talks about trust and nurturing that trust cycle. Well, it's not only trust on our side of the business with clients and managing their dollars, it's trust in the messaging that you send to your consumer. What is that trust you're building to build that lifetime consumer? And I think that that's something that people forget of just saying, I have X product and it's great. Well, that's great that it's a great product, but what are you doing to connect with your consumer? And I think that people are forgetting that that's really a piece that while we can build these omni-channel approaches and while we can build the greatest audiences, if you're not messaging that consumer properly, they're never going to become a lifetime value for you. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, That's something that, you know, when we're working with our clients, that's a lot of times that's the biggest thing that's being missed is, is that connection. Yeah. So Let's talk about, we will have, um, we'll have a lot of clients and listeners that are in that B2B space. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, well, you know, my, like you were just saying earlier, my ideal client or customer doesn't live on TikTok, or Mm -hmm. I don't know how to get, you know, I I can only do um, Google ads because they're they're searching for me. I can't do Facebook. I mean, I'm going to get crappy leads. (laughs) What, you know, what is, is there is there value in them attempting to, to advertise on those platforms and, and do their clients actually indeed live there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a hundred percent. I think they do. I think people in the B2B space get too focused on, I have to be in link on LinkedIn. I have to, mm-hmm. um, a very expensive medium in the B2B yeah. space. It's just extremely expensive. Um, the other side of Facebook has targeting an older demographic, specifically in the B2B space, that's much more cost efficient. So 
while that lead, if you're doing a lead form on Facebook or you're driving traffic onto your site, um, you're talking about the first touch. And I think that the piece that we forget is what is the life cycle of your consumer? It's something we talk about at Hawk all the time in the B2B space specifically. Is it, are you selling a SaaS platform that takes a three month conversion cycle that we have a company that we work with SaaS platform that's you know $15,000 a month. Um, that's not something you're gonna just click and buy. <laughs> it's right, you're gonna, exactly. You're, you're gonna, you know, so I think you have to say, how am I getting that first touch to be the most cost efficient? and using other channels to turn you into conversion. And then what am I doing to message them along the way? So the first touch touches that value prop and it could be on Facebook because again, that cost could be 25 more cost efficient than Google and 25 more cost efficient than LinkedIn. But what you can do is make cross channel strategy so that if you hit someone on one platform, the second platform is another touch and the third platform, ultimately creating an email lead conversion strategy where you're really funneling them down. So I think people get too caught up of saying, well, my, this lead didn't convert today. Well, you're right. It's not going to convert, but it, how are you nurturing them through touch one, touch two, touch three? How are you using other channels to then push that lead through the system? And what is your follow-up? And that's a really big piece of the pie, um, specifically in the rising costs of these platforms. When you're talking about LinkedIn and Google, using Facebook to generate someone at a 30% cheaper cost, I would take that all day long. Um, I know that my, my consumers in B2B live on Facebook, they're passively browsing, but if you can get them to click to your site and then ultimately get a lead form generated from them, great. Then you can nurture in other funnels that might be more cost efficient or co higher cost, excuse me, but you can nurture them with different messaging. Yes. I love that. That is so, that's so key for people to realize too. It isn't just a click click to buy, you know, and especially oh, yeah. when it's something that's, you know, thousands of dollars per month, or even just one time, you know, even that's even true, I think for, you know, a $500 item, you know, it's like it, people need a little bit of like, well, I need, I kind of need to see it again, or I need you to give me a little bit more value or tell me why it's important. It's not just, you know, to make that kind of decision, boom, just because you saw an ad. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't, think, it's very unlikely. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the other thing too is, you know, what appeals to me, um, you know, mm -hmm. versus what might appeal to Summer are two different value props. So yeah. maybe you're not going to click on value A, but I might like value A, you might like value B, and I might not like value B. So that's where really the, the building that trust factor and having that sequential messaging, that's one thing that we really talk about too, is what is the sequential messaging through the funnel? Because you're not going to always hit the same consumer with the same message because every consumer is different. Yeah. And especially in the B2B space, there's so many facets of these tools or these one-time purchases that someone says, oh, I saw that I have a tool that kind of does the same thing. Or, you know, I already have that need. Well, there could be so many more capabilities you're missing that this, that a company might need. Or, so I think that that's a really big piece that people say they hammer the same messaging in their Google ads that they hammer on display. Their branded search has the exact same as their non-brand search. You know, you really have to tailor the messaging to the platform, to the consumer, to the experience, and make sure people are seeing the sequential factors along the way of value prop A, B, C, and even a D value prop. Yes, exactly. Oh, that's so good. What are, what are some things that you, some mistakes, I love to talk about mistakes, yeah. failures <laughs> that led to a really good light bulb moment? Yeah. You know, I think mistakes happen every day. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, you know, I, I think one of the big mistakes that I can think of um, just really quickly off the top of my head is expansion too quickly. I think that people mm -hmm. see success, they expand. 
um, or the inverse of not expanding quick enough. So one thing that iOS 14 taught us, and I think that this is a big learning moment for me, was saying, you see the rising costs, we're still kind of doing what we've always done. We didn't adapt quick enough and didn't expand a platform. So if you're spending, let's say, ten dollars to $15,000 a month on Facebook or on LinkedIn or Google, um, you know, you should shift maybe a third of that budget, seeing the rising costs. And I think that's something that we didn't adapt to. Now, the other side of it is that people say, hey, I'm going to launch this brand out of the gate and I have $50,000 and it's going to make a bang in the first 90 days. And then you're kind of out, you know, $150,000. So I think you really have to think about what your brand is, what your goals are, what your timeline is. Is there seasonality in the brand? I think, and test, iterate and improve because I have learned that just going out of the gate with big sounds good, but it doesn't always work. On the inverse, not testing quickly enough is gonna be the downfall um, because I think that's really what this year has really taught all brands. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. I love I love all of this. <laughs> um, one thing that I think is super important that we do, you know, is measure everything, everything, because then you know <laughs> where things aren't going right and where they are. Yeah. What would you say? And I know it's going to be different for different businesses, but what would you say are some of the very most important key things to measure when it comes to digital marketing and digital strategies? Yeah, you know, I think not having a point of view on attribution is huge, specifically in B2B. Um, I think that's one thing that we forget as marketers where we're so in platform A, platform B, platform C, if it's Google, LinkedIn, and Facebook in this example, um, not understanding your customer lifecycle and not understanding your consumer. So I think people say, man, I spent, you know, $20,000 on Google this month and I didn't see any conversions. Well, if it takes four months for you to convert somebody into a sale, I'm not really shocked, right? It's how are you nurturing them after the fact? Um, I also think when we don't have your attribution lined up to set you up for success, you're never going to fully understand the data. Um, something in B2B that I really like to do is use a position-based attribution model. So giving the 40% credit on the first click, giving 40% on the last click, and giving 20% kind of along the rest... I think that that's a really key metric because you're saying, where did I find the person? Where did they convert? And what was their journey along the way? Um, and that's something that I don't think that we all take in effect along with the life cycle of the consumer. If you're saying, hey, I have a $10,000 product or a $500 AOV, it might take six to 12 touches for you to get that lead form. It might take that. So then you need to understand where did I get the consumer from? that for first 40%, then you need to say, how did I nurture them along the way that 20%? And then where do they ultimately convert with that 40%? And did I look at it in my full lifetime of a consumer? Is it 30, 60 or 90 days that someone ultimately makes this decision? Um, and then iterating and improving along the way, depending on how the metrics come, um, that's a really big piece that I think we just say, all right, this was the data in LinkedIn. All right, this is what last click attribution said. Okay, this is, you know, the the cookie with the you know 28 day cookie window in Facebook or the seven day click window. I think what we just get too stuck of not actually diving that one step deeper and then adding in the life cycle of the consumer based on your brand. Yeah, completely. So a lot of this to some listeners can be overwhelming. You know, where do I even begin? How do I even know where all of this is? Which is of course why they would work with a company such as yours. Yeah. Um, where, you know, how, how does one go about finding the right agency to manage all of that for them. That's, that's like a big, that's a 
it's a tough thing for, for yeah. a lot of people that, especially when it's not their, it's not where their genius lies. You know, they, they have another part of their business that they're, that's where they excel. That's where their unique capability is. But a lot of times it's like, okay, well, I know I need all of those things, but how can I trust that such and such agency is going to be the right one to take this on? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I think that was one of the reasons, frankly, I joined Hawk Media, um, you know, working at a company, which I love Horizon Media. It's an awesome company. I, I think I got me to where I am. Um, you know, when you're only working on brands like Disney and NBC and Corona Modelo Pacifico, you know, that's a very niche, like not a niche. So it's very everyday marketing and it's very easy to spend a million dollars. And, you're, you know, it's your huge companies. Yeah. Hawk is very different in the aspect of we do have the month to month model. We do have the $2,000 contract. You know, we can actually, it's a point of entry for a lot of brands. That is where our passion lies. And I think finding an agency that fits your business needs of kind of the example of Hawk that I was giving of, you know, we're here to help a business grow. We're here to be nimble with our contracts. We understand the challenges of being a business. If I were in a brand shoes, that's what I would look for. Honestly, I would say, who's somebody who fits my needs? Great resources. Um, for instance, I know that we're a platinum premier agency or whatever the, you know, the tier is the highest tier at Google. I was, they changed the names this year. Um, they actually have a page. They have pages for their partners where you can say, Hey, I, I was just clicking through yesterday, actually. Um, but it, you can say, I'm looking from month to month, I'm looking for B2B and you literally just simple as click and, you know, Hawk media pops up right there kind of thing, or, you know, whatever agencies pop up. Um, and I think those resources that are trusted, that have the accreditations of the platform, same with Facebook. Um, I think that that's a big key because you have to be vetted out by the platforms. You have to be spending so many dollars. You have to have so many employees, you have to have the proper certifications. Um, you know, I, I see a lot of people that are afraid to sometimes pull the trigger with an agency. So then they're stuck with a freelancer. Well, the freelancer model, I completely support it. Like I have a lot of friends that are freelancers. Yeah. I, I, I do support it. I think the hard part about a freelancer is unless they're a freelancer who's pushing themselves and like really growing, like, you know, the, an agency model, you know, we do trainings every week. We have our partners in the office once every two weeks or, you know, now remote Zoom calls. Like, you know, we never stop learning. We never stop changing. We never stop growing. And that's really the value of an agency that you're buying is that they're industry leaders in the thought space. Um, yeah. So I would, I would look at like, you know, at Google, I would look at all their premier partners. I would same with Facebook and and I would really find an agency that matches your needs and doesn't lock you in these big fees and big contracts, um, you know, which is ultimately gonna, could hurt your brand at some point. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. And I think that's the, that's the fear a lot of people have is those, you know, I'm going to get locked into something and then they're going to keep telling me, oh, it's going to be another few months before you see something. Or yeah. I love, I love that you said you are, you know, doing new meetings every week to see what's current, because I mean, you know, this things are changing all the time. And sometimes it's an overnight change. It's like, boom, this has changed. <laughs> there's talks about something that's going to change on Facebook or, and you do, you have to be able to adapt quickly. And there's, I, I, for one know it's like having that support as much as you may understand it. There's still so much you don't know, unless you're actually in a position like you're in or that hop media is in that this is what 
this is what we do. We know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting when you listen to Eric, our CEO, who's you know, a really good friend of mine. I'm having dinner with him, I think tonight or tomorrow. Um, oh, awesome. that's, that was what, that's exactly what he created Hawk for. Um, he yeah. owned a business and he was exactly in those shoes of a business owner, which is really interesting that he comes at it from a different lens. Um, yeah. he wants, he wants a place where, you know, he understands that you're a business owner. He understands that this can be overwhelming. Um, and all those feelings of how do I know this is the right person? Can I try it out? Can I just do the month to month piece? Um, is it going to cost me an arm and a leg when I'm already spending money on these platforms? You know? And so that's, I think really what drew me to Hawk at, and I'm obviously not planning on going anywhere. Um, I love, yeah. this, I love the company, but that's, it's just a really nice value to see that there's a company like that in the space. I love that. Um, you know, one of the big things we talk about um, going back to messaging and connecting with your audience is letting them know that you, you understand where they're at. You understand the pain, the problem that they're having, what, why are they seeking you out? We've been there. We get it. That I know for me is hugely important in anything I buy, whether it's, you know, a, a facial serum or you know, I just want to know that the brand gets it, you know, you, and this is why you created this product. Um, with that being said, I love to always, you know, with the guests that we have on is talk about what is that, what would you say is that real, real problem that Hawk solves for its clients, that, that yeah. deep problem? Yeah, I would say that, um, you know, that we're nimble and that we are industry thought leaders in the space um, and that we, um, we are here to support businesses of all sizes. And I think that that's the big piece of, you know, we don't have these giant minimums of, you know, $50,000. Like we start as low as $5,000 with business owners, um, you know, and we've learned how to use those budgets properly and according to your business goals. And I think that that's something other agencies don't do in the space. And that really truly is who we are with our month to month contract that you have really a point of entry into the space. Um, it can be daunting when you have a $10,000 agency fee and $10,000 media spend. And you're kind of like, right. Man, I'm not getting what I should get. Um, you know, and then you layer that in with working with really smart, really intelligent people. Also, the one thing I personally love about Hawk that I see as a value prop working here and also um, being a leader at Hawk is we just have nice people that are intelligent. We don't hire, you know, people who are rude. And I think that that shows with our long lasting relationships is that we are truly an extension of your marketing team. And, um, you know, we go by the slogan where you're outsourced CMO. Um, I think we're actually more than that. We're actually your outsourced team. Um, you really get to know us. Um, and it was interesting. I was at a client dinner this last weekend um, with these gentlemen who own a furniture company. And um, it was really interesting for them to they're getting emotional, just saying your team over the past two years has held our hand. They've been part of our business. They were at our wedding. Um, it was just, it's so nice that like we're developing these relationships and really making a meaningful difference. And, you know, you don't get that at a lot of agencies. You get someone who just reads the report and says, okay, your no. conversion rate was a two, two percent conversion rate. And, you know, we, I do yeah. feel that we go above and beyond and we build that connection and we really are part of your team, which, you know, not a lot of agencies do. Yeah, no, it's so true. They don't. And that's so awesome. And I'm so it's why I'm more grateful to have you on on this podcast. So before I know we're coming up to the end here, I would love to talk about the book, yeah. <laughs> Eric's book. Can you tell us what that's about, where our listeners can get it just so we can get a little bit more 
into Hawk Media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, of course. So um, Eric, um, our CEO, Eric Kieberman, um, he wrote a book called The Hawk Method. Um, it's available on Target. It's available on Amazon. Um, it really is about three simple principles of marketing, um, really how to build that trust, really how to connect with your audience and really how to just build a business. And it really goes through that Eric has worked with over 3000 brands in the space. Um, he's really built this, um, this great empire hawk um, and really how he built framework to for all of these brands to be successful in the space um, and really build a successful marketing strategy. Um, you know, it's, I believe it's on Target, Walmart, Amazon right now for pre-order. Um, it's, um, thehawkmethod.com um, where you can find it. It's a really, really great opportunity for anyone in this space that's looking to get started. It's just a really nice guide of how to build that trust, which Eric always talks about, like we were talking about earlier. Um, and, you know, it really gives some light into someone like Eric who started a company and now it's over three, uh, 300 people. You know, I mean, he's obviously doing something yeah. right. It's <laughs> amazing. I, yeah. I love it so much. We yeah. will have um, links to all of that, by the way, um, to in the show notes so that everyone can get direct link access to that. Um, I'm, this was awesome. This was so great. So much value being <laughs> dropped in this short 30 minutes. So, so good. And I appreciate you so much and keep doing what you're doing because businesses, businesses need you. <laughs> thanks Summer. It was so great to have me. And, you know, thanks again. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll talk soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. for listening to the Marketing Executive Spotlight Show. If you are a successful marketing executive who would like to be on this podcast, please visit www.thedrawshop.com forward slash podcast forward slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your social media channels. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Marketing Executive Spotlight. We love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to our team. Want to know more about us? Visit our website, www.thedrawshop.com or follow us on all social channels at The Draw Shop. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.